It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the May 14th episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thank you so much for making me a part of your day. There's a lot to cover on this episode of Locked On Thunder. We'll talk about some things concerning the Thunder. Got some listener feedback from the Friday podcast, and some listeners making some very good points. Is Kevin Durant really to blame for the current state of the Oklahoma City Thunder, or do the fingers need to be pointed at Sam Presti? More importantly, if you're the Thunder, how do you make the best out of your current situation if it all seems to fall apart? So we'll get into that coming up in segment number one. In segment two, we will break down the Western Conference Finals, and I will tell you the one big thing That does concern me if I am a Houston Rockets fan. There's something that I'm not sure that the Rockets will know how to react to if it happens in this series. So I'll tell you all about that. And finally, in segment number three, it looks like a former Oklahoma City assistant could get a crack at the Toronto Raptors job. We'll tell you who it is. Plus, the Atlanta Hawks hire a new guy, Lloyd Pierce who is an assistant for the Philadelphia 76ers, and we will be joined by the good folks at Locked on Hawks to tell you all about that. That's coming up here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Of course, if you like what you're listening to, and I really hope that you do, log on to LockedOnThunder.com. We've got all our past podcasts archived, as well as video and audio from players and coaches. We do everything we can to try and make it a one-stop shop for everything audio and visual for Thunder fans. I'm not much, and see, here's the thing. I'm not much of a writer. I know that there are a lot of local experts that are doing the Locked On podcast who are better writers than I am, and they cover more writing on their websites. Maybe I need to do that. Maybe I need to go ahead and start writing some articles and columns about the Thunder, but I feel like everything that I have to say, I'm getting out here on the podcast. But if you want more, 
If you want more content from me, just let me know at G-E-E-H-S-O. And if you don't know who I am, I did radio in Oklahoma City here for a while, hosting Thunder Post games, hosting Thunder pregames. I've covered this team for about five years. I'm still a credential member of the media, and I still get to go to shoot around and practice and get to go to the games and cover the Thunder when they're at home and then bring all that to you via the Locked on Thunder website. So let's jump into it right now. And there's a couple of listeners I want to thank for helping me out with this first segment. First one is a guy by the name of Riley, who is living in Houston right now and is a big-time Oklahoma City Thunder fan. So Riley, mad props to you for living in enemy territory and still repping the Oklahoma City Thunder. And then there's Polly J, and Polly will admittedly tell you that he is a Golden State Warriors fan, and I think the happiest day or one of the happiest days of his sporting life as a GSW fan living here in OKC was to see Kevin Durant make his way over to Oakland. And both of them didn't like the fact that, one, I'm still hung up on Kevin Durant, and two, that I blame Durant for all the Oklahoma City Thunder's current problems. And my theory is, or my opinion, whatever you want to call it, is that when Kevin Durant left to go to Golden State, it put the Thunder in such a bind that now you're stuck with a $28 million player option for Carmelo Anthony. You had to go rent Paul George for possibly a year, and you may not get him back. You could lose Jeremy Grant. And that one move set up a pretty devastating domino effect for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And I still hold to that opinion. Although Polly points out, and I think he's right, we can't absolve Sam Presti in all of this because some of this has to be on the front office and the GM because they're the ones that could have prevented Oklahoma City from getting into this kind of mess. And one way that they could have done it, and as much as I hate to say it, they could have made a better atmosphere for Kevin Durant here in Oklahoma City. I don't know how much more better of an atmosphere you could have made it because he was the face of the organization. Seemingly, the team was built around him and Russell Westbrook. And Sam Presti's thought was that, hey, if Kevin Durant comes or if Kevin Durant stays and you've got Russell Westbrook, the Thunder are going to get Al Horford. And then all of a sudden, wham, bam, super team. And we'll be able to go out and compete with Golden State in the next year. And if we don't get them, we'll be really close. And an NBA Finals or a Finals appearance won't be that far off. Well, Kevin Durant's leaving submarined any chance of Al Horford coming. And where I really fault Kevin is, is, and while we're droning on about this topic now for two podcasts, is that he waited so long in the process. And that's what hurt the Oklahoma City Thunder. And now if you're Sam Presti, learning from your past mistakes, when it comes to this whole Paul George situation and what are you going to do if Paul George doesn't sign, hopefully... You get an idea from PG and his reps a lot sooner than you did from Kevin Durant. The thing that I will always lay at Kevin Durant's feet more than anything was letting the the process drag out. And I know this may be a tired metaphor, but it's like when you ask a girl to the prom and it's the girl you really want to take. And maybe there is a girl over there as your plan B or your plan C that you might want to ask, but plan A wait so long to tell you yes or no, that plan B and C, go ahead and get dates, well, then you're stuck. You're screwed because you put all your eggs into one basket. Now you can't do that with Paul George. And hopefully Sam Presti 
in his very diplomatic way. And I think sometimes you can't be diplomatic. Sometimes you've got to go play hardball in this situation is you've got to tell Paul George and his rep, hey, we got to know where you in or you're out. Here's the deals that, that we've got on the table. Here's the max deal. Here's the one and one Whatever you want, feel free to sign. But we've got to know by this date. And if you feel like we're pushing you a little bit harder than maybe what we should, then get over it because we can't get ourselves stuck the way we did with Kevin Durant. We got to move on some other guys because if you're not going to be here, we have to figure out how to get the best team around Russell Westbrook and Steven Adams so these guys have a fighting chance to compete. Now more to Riley's point, which is the whole getting over the Kevin Durant situation. One of the reasons I haven't gotten over it here in Oklahoma City is because it took away for a long time. And, and, and unless something, unless Paul George signs and, and signs a long-term deal, or unless the Thunder are able to make some great moves via free agency or make some trades and get some draft picks, it set the Thunder back as far as being able to win a championship. That's why I haven't gotten over it. Plus, Kevin Durant comes here a few times a year, and this finals, or this Western Conference Finals, as we've said, is a stark reminder of what might have been for the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's painful. It's just all these painful reminders where if you don't live in Oklahoma City, you probably don't live with it on a day-to-day basis. I think the vast majority of fans for the Oklahoma City Thunder are over the fact that Kevin Durant left, and they've accepted it, and they've moved on, and they know that he's moved on. But every time he comes back or every time they get a chance to slap him around or root against him, as I would imagine the majority of Thunder fans are going to root against Kevin Durant in this Western Conference Finals. And for as long as Golden State is still playing basketball, that's just the way things go. And it's very easy for other markets, other fan bases, talk show hosts who don't directly talk to Thunder fans to say, ah, you just need to put that in the past. True. You don't need to let things linger, but it's a very tough wound that Thunder fans just get salt poured in year after year because now you've had two seasons of getting knocked out in the first round. You've had two seasons of, well, actually, you've had three straight off seasons now of what's going to happen with this team where fans don't know what's going to happen coming into next year. So there's a, a lot of anxiety with this Oklahoma City Thunder fan base. And I feel like I sort of feel like I'm preaching to the choir when I'm saying this as I'm trying to explain it to, you know, somebody who may live out of the market. And another guy that, that tweets me all the time was asking, well, what about stability? You know, Sam's a magician. And Sam Presley, I trust there'll always be stability with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Well, what I'm saying is when I talk about stability, I want to get guys under contract for at least three years or at least two years in the case of Patrick Patterson. And two years with an option or whatever, where when you get to an offseason, we're not scratching our head wondering who the starting five is going to be because that's that's the real that's the reality of the Oklahoma City Thunder fan right now is what is the starting five if Paul George doesn't come back and if Carmelo Anthony gets bought out? Who are those guys? And if Jeremy you would think that Jeremy Grant would be in the starting five, but there's no guarantee that he's going to come back. So with uncertainty comes anxiety. And maybe that's why at least me, and I don't speak for all Thunder fans, but at least me, still has this 
Um, oh, I still haven't gotten over the Kevin Durant thing, but I still have a lot of ire kind of pointed at Kevin Durant and a lot of anger that's not going away anytime soon. So if you want me to get over to the Kevin Durant thing, I will try. But the fact of the matter is, until the Thunder can put together a stable run, I'm probably not going to get over it. So my apologies to you for that. Speaking of Kevin Durant, well, he's got a date in the Western Conference Finals, like it or not, and he does it with another former Thunder, James Harden. And I will tell you, up next here on the Locked on Thunder podcast, what is the one thing that would scare the absolute heck out of me if I was a Houston Rockets fan going into this series We get to that on Locked on Thunder, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Jake from Locked on. Locked on has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome back to the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Tonight, the Western Conference final start. You've got Golden State taking on the Houston Rockets. Rockets with the home court advantage, things starting down in H-Town. And if I'm a Rockets fan, I am scared to death. If Houston faces elimination, say three games to two, three games to one, or if the Rockets get down two games to none, if Golden State somehow wins these first two games on the road, then I'm nervous. Because so far in this playoffs, the Rockets haven't been challenged at all. They've lost a total of two games. One to the T-Wolves, one to the Jazz. And they've made the Jazz look silly. Now, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, we were all excited about them here at Oklahoma City. Like, if you're a Jazz fan, and I know that we've got a few that still listen to the Locked on Thunder podcast, like, we had high hopes for the Jazz making this a competitive series with the Rockets, and they and they didn't. And neither did the Timberwolves. And now you've got a seasoned prime championship pedigree team that you're playing against. And and the thing with Golden State is, for the most part, they're unflappable. Like you, we've seen you can get them down. You can they can face elimination, and it doesn't seem to bother them. Where the Rockets, having not been in that position, that's what I'm curious about. How are they going to react if? Golden State comes out and punches him in the mouth. And Clint Capella, man, dude, I love this guy. I love him because he says that the Rockets are the better team. Now, I don't agree with him. I don't agree with him at all. Golden State is the better team. They're more experienced. Steve Kerr is right. Golden State has the rings. And all this mentally, he's just mentally taking apart Houston kind of piece by piece. Or at least he's planted seeds in the Rockets' head, which could cause them to seize up in the last couple of minutes of the game. 
But Clint Capella saying that he thinks that the Rockets are the better of the two teams is awesome because that's what I want from every one of my players if I'm a fan. Like, I do not want to... Like, right now, the last thing I want to hear is Houston being complimentary to Golden State. Not because I'm looking for drama, but I want to know that my guys are confident. Now, granted, I think you also run into that situation where it could be fake bravado, which essentially equates to false confidence, and maybe they're just saying that, but they truly don't believe it. And if you want to tie it back into Oklahoma City real quick, if Russell Westbrook believes that the Oklahoma City Thunder are a better team than anybody they're playing, and Russell Westbrook says it, then... I'm like all down with Russell Westbrook doing that because I think Russ truly in his head always believes he's the best player on the floor. And because he is the best player on the floor, he believes that he has a better team around him or he's going to do everything in his power to make this team better and make it more competitive than what it is or what you think it is. And he's going to figure out a way to lead them to victory. That's what you have to have in your stars. And we get so caught up in this whole day and age of what was said on Twitter, what what was what funny picture may have been posted on Instagram or what snap may have got out from Snapchat. I don't know. Did I say that right? Is that is that what the kids call it a snap? Boy, do I sound like an old man or what? Anyway, in just discussing all this, it, the whole bulletin board material thing is only there for about the first few minutes of a game and maybe the last few minutes of a game. And I know I've said this before. Everything in the middle, everything in the middle is just a game. And players aren't thinking about that. We hype it up, but players aren't. And still, as a fan, I don't want a guy that I'm I'm worried about being confident. And I'll tell you an example. I'll give you a great example of this. I'm kind of going on. I probably should have done this at the first, but I just now thought of this. But here's a great example of when I knew a team was screwed. In the early 2000s, and it may have been 2001, I think it was 2001, Raiders were playing the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC Championship game. And the Ravens were the wild card team. They'd gotten on a hot streak. And their defense was absolutely, you know, you know how historic that Ravens defense was. You had guys like Tony Saragusa, um, who, uh, Ray Lewis. <laughs> wow, how do I forget Ray Lewis's name? Anyway, it's, it's chock full of studs. And they were good. But the Raiders were a really good team as well. But I knew the Raiders had no chance in that game when I saw. Rich Gannon's press conference, and I think it was Eric Allen's press conference. And Rich Gannon said, yes, they can be intimidating. They absolutely can be intimidating. And Eric Allen, who didn't even play offense for the Raiders, the guy played defense, echoed the sentiments of, you can't simulate what they do on defense to really help your offense. At that point, the Raiders were beat. So I guess in that sense, I would take some false bravado, but give me the guy who thinks they can win all day long and the guy who's not afraid to say it over the guy that's being a little bit too complimentary because once you're a little bit too complimentary, you're cooked. Coming up next here on the Locked on Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Network, your team every day, we get a little update or a little. How about we just get an update? Extra words I don't need. An update 
from Locked On Hawks about their new hire, Lloyd Pierce, plus what ex-Thunder coach may get a crack at the Raptors job. We'll tell you all that here on the Locked On Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, if you haven't been, and I think we just might have told you that, go go to Locked On Sports. Go to LockedOnSports.com, and this week, We have some great podcasts. There are four great podcasts you're going to want to listen to to be informed for all these games that are upcoming in the Western Conference Finals that eventually the NBA Finals. Locked on Celtics, really good podcast. Locked on Rockets is amazing. Locked on Rockets may be my favorite podcast of the uh, Locked on Podcast Network. Locked on Cavaliers is also out there and Locked on Warriors. All these guys are local experts. They cover the team. They live in the cities and they do excellent job of writing, podcasting. So go to those websites, Locked on Celtics, Locked on Cavs, Locked on Warriors, Locked on Rockets and find out what's going on with those teams. All right, how about Locked on Hawks? They just made a hire. Got a new guy by the name of Lloyd Pearson with more on that. Here is the Locked On Hawks podcast. Hello, friends. I am Brad Rowland of the Locked On Hawks podcast, and the Atlanta Hawks officially have a new basketball coach as of Friday evening as the team announced that they have an agreement in principle with a former, I guess now former, Philadelphia 76ers assistant coach Lloyd Pierce, who will be a first-time head coach in the NBA. That comes on the heels of the team parting ways with Mike Budenholzer back on April 25th. And since that point, the Hawks did a pretty extensive search. They interviewed seven candidates after that. They narrowed things down to three or four finalists. But at the same time, um, that you know, over the last few days, it certainly appeared as if they were going to center on Lloyd Pierce. Of course, the, six, the Sixers were still involved in the playoffs until late in the week here. But at the same time, there was uh, plenty of meetings. Apparently, Pierce met with the Hawks on three different occasions, including meetings with Tony Ressler, the, the team's owner, and the GM, Travis Schlink. And at, at the end of the process, uh, both Adrian Wojnarowski and Mark Spears at ESPN broke the news of the hire on Friday evening. And uh, here we are. And after that, it had been basically a, a less than woke up secret in the, uh, in the last several hours of the uh, candidacy transitioning into that offer and, of course, the acceptance on the part of Pierce. He brings with him a strong player development background in Philadelphia and uh, several other stops before that, including Golden State, in which he worked with Travis Schlenk briefly. Schlenk was, of course, an assistant under, under Bob Myers in the front office with the Warriors before taking over for the Hawks. Uh, and Atlanta clearly was targeting a young coach to help, to help lead their rebuilding. Pierce was actually, ironically, hired on his 42nd birthday on Friday, and he's going to be tasked with, with doing just that in the future for the Hawks as this team transitions. Um, of course, they already spent uh, most of this season rebuilding uh, and uh, after a, after a a 10-year playoff streak came to an end, but uh, with Budenholzer out the door and Pierce in the door, a lot of uh, sort of overturning and uh, sort of overhauling the way that the, that the team's going to be operating. And of course, everyone is uh, pretty upbeat when it comes to this hire. It's uh, definitely the case with any first-time coaching hire. 
that the jury has to be out at this point still with the ability of Pierce to manage all of the overall tasks associated with being a head coach for the first time, managing a staff, all that fun stuff. But all of the buzz out of Philadelphia is very positive about his defensive approach, his player relations, his player development. A lot of a lot of congratulations coming um, coming from Pierce, uh, coming to Pierce, I should say, from around the league. Um, guys who, who played for him in Philadelphia and other spots reaching out um, but publicly on social media to congratulate Pierce. And the Hawks are very, very pleased with their hire. He'll be introduced on Monday, but in the meantime, the Hawks have a new head coach and uh, right, in, right in time for a, a very, very pivotal moment at the at the NBA draft lottery on Tuesday. Pierce will be in place for that point in time and the Hawks can look sort of cohesively at the future in Atlanta. So a lot of things to be excited about in the middle of a rebuild for the Hawks and Lloyd Pierce will be the head coach beginning right about now. Thank you very much, guys, and congratulations to Rex Clayman, former Oklahoma City Thunder assistant coach under Scott Brooks. Looks like he is going to get an opportunity to interview for the Toronto Raptors job. This is according to Mark Stein of the New York Times. Mark Stein, of course, formerly of ESPN. And I'd love to see Rex get an opportunity to take a team to the next level. Certainly when you have been around a guy like Scott Brooks, a guy like Dwayne Casey, you've coached guys like Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, you have the moxie to know how to coach stars. And you know, and you'll know how to balance those personalities. You've seen it up close and personal. You'll get it. I think he would be a great hire. I also would like to see Mo Cheeks eventually get another crack at being a head coach. I just feel like it's his time in Detroit was too short, but I also feel like every situation is so different. And just because a guy didn't work out one place doesn't mean he can't work out someplace else. And the best examples I know of that are one, Joe Torre, who was fired multiple times before he got the Yankee job and then managed them to four World Series. So that's pretty darn good. And then, of course, you've got the Doc Rivers situation. Was let go in Orlando and then coached the Boston Celtics to a championship. And he's done an all right job in L.A. I know we've criticized his GM moves, but he has shown that he can coach winning basketball. This wraps up the Locked on Thunder podcast for today, May 14th. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow. And until tomorrow, ELE, everybody love everybody, and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.